I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, lead analyst at Free Dawkins on YouTube, and I am joined as always by my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, whose favorite team just secured a max cap slot. Oh wait, that's me. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I just told you before this, I don't want to talk about that dumb <laughs> franchise. I'm so sick of that crap. I don't understand. I don't understand how people honestly thought that they couldn't get to it just because of those yes. three dumb players and then Anthony Davis at like four million dollars. LeBron could literally just hand out four million out of his wallet and said, Here you go, can you wave this so he gets somebody? Like, I don't that's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. The the whole thing was that the trade would have to change, right? And now it is. The Wizards are coming in. The Wizards are taking uh they're taking Mo Wagner, they're taking Isaac Bonga, who you love, and Jamario Jones. I love him as a flyer. I still don't understand why Washington would do this. I mean, they get all those guys. They get a chance at all three of those they guys get, and they a future get all second. Of those guys. Yeah, Mo Wagner was a first round pick last year. I mean, he wasn't like incredible this year, but he, he you take a flyer on him. Bonga, sure. you love you love Bonga. Yeah, I liked him as a flyer. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So they get him for nothing. This is a team that has like no talent prospects besides. I mean, they're destitute right now. I don't. They don't even have Jabari. GM. I don't know who who yeah. traded for them. Exactly. That's my point. They should not be able to allow it to do freaking Admiral Schofield's going there. And they don't even have a GM. That sucks. I mean Tommy Shepard's their interim GM. He's been their, you know, assistant GM and he's probably made all their good moves. So he needs to shepherd his flock more. What do you think about the uh the comparison I made that the Mavs helped the Warriors get K D by taking on both Harrison Barnes, but also but mostly Bogut. Like taking on Bogut is really what helped the Warriors get K D. Um, I don't know if it was as much as helping for that he was just a veteran to help them win. Like yeah, that, but they they couldn't get KD unless somebody took Bogut. Yeah, well, I, Bogut's a little bit different than freaking Isaac Bonga and Wagner. Yeah, he, like, is, these he dudes, was not going to get better, and he was very slow. And we all okay, thought that the, he was the, way better than he was. He was out the, of the league the, after the he dudes left them won mad. a title. Like we knew what he was. Like I mean, like you. You at least knew what type of player you were getting, and there was potential there to like, okay, I know the guy who was in Golden State. He helped him win a title. He could be here and be a center and like be good. I mean, Wagner and Isaac Bonga could be in the G League next year. And but the the Wizards scouted them, and they were apparently high on Bonga, or they were high yeah. on Wagner. They liked they liked Wagner. Who is that from? Scout from Brian. Anything, any team that would ever help the Lakers, you just wouldn't be positive about at all. Like, no, if they sent I, them Kuzma for nothing, you'd be like, that's a terrible deal. Why would they ever do that? No, no, here's my thing with it. I think that it, I think they should have just got a little back front. I think, I thought a, a team would have, I thought a team was going to do this, but I just thought that you would get, I thought they would have to get a first back for it or, I don't know, something more than a, a dumb second round or just, hey, we just take these players so we can, you know, create this max spot but i just know here's my thing with it if they do get Kawhi, which i really don't think they do i still think it's a clippers toronto thing if they do get Kawhi, 
y'all just all better shut up about the KD Warriors thing and titles and all that stuff yeah. because LeBron's literally going to go from Wade and Bosh to Kyrie and Love to AD and Kawhi. And, I mean, you, there's literally not going to be a superstar in the history of the NBA who's, who's had a better supporting cast of those six players in their primes for the most part. But Yeah, not even Magic or Bird. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's just... And he had but, Kareem and... <laughs> Yeah, so I, but anyway, I don't think Kawhi's going there. But I mean, yeah, if they're going to get a me- if they're get a meeting, whatever, just please Kawhi, just stay in the freaking East. Like just stay there. For uh-huh. the Mavs sake, everybody's sake, just stay in the East and I just I just dislike the Lakers. For the okay, Mavs though, for the-, for the Mavs though, would you rather like let's say would you rather Kawhi go to the Lakers or go to like go to one team that already is going to be good or would you rather Kawhi yeah. go to a team that like the Clippers that were kind of going to be okay but then would become really good? No, because I think if Kawhi goes to the Lakers, I think that is, I mean, I mean, they're, they're, they literally are the Warriors at that point of they're the instant favorites. They're going to be favorites for years to come. And honestly, I feel like that's the Lakers and LeBron's only pitch to Kawhi is, you know, LeBron's walking up into that meeting saying, listen, Kawhi, I'm going to be out of the league in like two years, which he's not, but this is LeBron's play. Yeah. You're going to be paired up with AD for the next decade. This is going to be y'all's franchise. I'm going to be out here in a, you know, a couple seasons, and this isn't even about me. And blah, 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 blah. Then LeBron plays for like five or six and says, gotcha. But that, I mean, I feel like that's the only play to where Kawhi would say, all right, cool. LeBron's going to be out in two years. Then it's just me and AD, and we're going to freaking run the league. And, but. I still don't think he's going there, though. Yeah, I have no clue. I have no idea what Kawhi wants, and I don't think anyone does. No, I don't think anybody does. He could not even meet with them, even though people think he yeah. will, thinks he will. <laughs> I mean, what was it? Three days ago, we thought he was meeting with the Knicks, and I mean, Sheridan threw out these meet with the Mavericks, and <laughs> what the crap? I mean, it's just nobody knows about Kawhi right now. So yeah, uh, he's fun. We'll see. All right, this is not what we plan on talking about today. Today we are going to talk about uh, pairings with Patrick Beverly because. Mm. Woj came out today and said basically that the Celtics are the front runner for Kemba uh, and Brad Townsend said that the other day and we talked about that yesterday so we kind of already we were already braced for that I think well I, um, I think it was a little bit extra this morning because that was first news this morning yeah. and the fact that Woj was I mean I think Woj even went on Sports Center and was said you know he's going to be on but be in Boston like I mean it's yeah that strong and I think it was you know, it, the final nail in the coffin to, to Kemba and, and the Mavs is the, you know, once he puts pen to paper. Yeah. But, you know, that coffin's getting pretty close to shut right now. And if you're in that I want Kemba and Dallas camp, you're super worried right now. And you're, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're super upset about it. But you can't blame Kemba. Kim, this is a no. great for, for him in Boston. And, I mean, it's dang near perfect fit for him. And I'm just... I'm just blown away that Charlotte didn't offer him more money. If it really was 160, a shame on shame on you, Mitch Kupchak and Michael Jordan. Like y'all, I mean that's just wow. I, I just threw think shame on Michael Jordan. I love well as the owner, yes, but the goat. Yeah, it's not done yet, though. I mean, all of this is yeah, still yeah. speculation and rumor, and of course we we respect the the info and the info giver and Woj, but. You know, anything could happen still at any point. And so this is not a done deal. It's not like Kemba is gone. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens on June 30th. The Mavs may have dodged a bullet in this as well. I mean. We don't know. And, like, Woj, Woj is going to report what 
he knows. Like that's yeah. that's what people don't understand sometimes. If even if this changes, it's not really on Woj. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not his fault that if it changes. It, this literally could be Kimba's agent saying, Jeff Schwartz saying, hey, Woj, we're going to sign with Boston, and it's their play, and he might not tell Woj this, but you can report this, This, you know, Boston's you know, our, our place. And it could be their play of saying, Charlotte, you better freaking up your offer because we're going to go to Boston, and that could be their play, but Woj don't know that, so Woj you know, reports it. That's his job. So that's a part of, like, reporting in media. People just don't get that, like, oh, they're, they were wrong. No, they yeah. just they report what they know. So, and Lakers Twitter versus Woj, I don't get it. But the the thing about Lakers Twitter versus Woj is there are times when it seems like Woj goes out of his way to say you're going to defend this, ain't you? No, no, no. I'm just saying this is the lot. This is their logic. It doesn't make any sense to me. But there are times when it feels like Woj goes out of his way to say negative things about the Lakers or to or to not include them in things where it's like. These are all the reasons why Kawhi would want to go to L.A. to the Clippers, but he like doesn't include the Lakers, even though all those reasons he just said involve mm-hmm. the Lakers as well. It's just it's random things like that is what gets Lakers fans all, and they have you know what is their uh, their superiority complex that gets it gets it yes. all riled up. They they have this thing where we should be included in every rumor and every player should want to come to play for the Lakers. This happened my entire life that I've you know followed and, and liked the Lakers just. Everybody gets photoshopped into a Lakers shirt. I mean, search any player Lakers jerseys. You have them all. So that's what gets fans riled up. Uh, and then mm-hmm. the the cap space thing. I mean, it seemed like some media media people were like celebrating that the Lakers couldn't get another max cap slot, right? It did seem that like that a little bit. And then all of a sudden, when you know that it changed, where they're like, oh well, they, they could still get it. You're like, yeah, they 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 could have been able to get it if they added a thirteen this whole time. And so now they're like now he they're reporting that they can get it and they did get it and so now well, I La- think but, Lakers fans are like eat crow Woj because you said they couldn't get it and now they can it's like, jumping on the uh, not that way but the Palinka bash train what became like a hot topic you know it became oof. fun it was kind of like jumping on Game of Thrones hate like people, it just became well I mean it just <laughs> became fun to do for everybody so well we I mean I I even did that I was bashing Palinka too and I think that is a that's a, a lesson in not taking the information as gospel because we just don't know if that's gospel. Like, from for all that we know now, from what we knew when the AD trade went down, it, it's so different. We thought that playing got messed up the date. Well, it seemed we learned on draft night that they always assumed that it was going to be the sixth because the the cap the not the Cavs the Pelicans wanted to trade that number four pick again. They wanted to trade yeah. it to somebody else, and that other team wasn't going to want it to wait until July thirtieth, <laughs> right? So. Yeah, that was the date they int- intended the whole time. Plus, they had this maybe in their back pocket at the time, knowing that. They, and then there's all these things that Eric Pinkus is talking about with the cap, the way that they have to structure certain things, and the way they have to structure this deal to where they have to use this cap space before the sixth. It's crazy. There's all kinds of stuff confusing. with it. There's all kinds of stuff with it. Um, and so now we know all this stuff, but at the time we took the report as gospel and said, "Oh, Palinka's an idiot." Well. Now, looking back, like Plinka doesn't look like so much of an idiot. He still might be, you know, like he still might be. And they still might not get a max guy either. They still could yeah. spread it out and get a bunch of different guys. Anyway, all right. Um, but we were talking about Kemba. It seems like Kemba is going to the Celtics. So let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's talk about different pairings that the, uh, the Mavs could make with, with Patrick Beverly if they end up with him. All right, Isaac. So 
Tim McMahon tweeted out today, sources, Patrick Beverly is seeking a deal in the three-year, 40-plus million dollar range. Suitors include Mavs, Lakers, Bulls, and Clippers. Agent Bill Duffy also represents Luka Doncic and is known to be intrigued by the idea of pairing Bulldog Beverly with the young playmaker. Hmm. Interesting. So, and going back to what we talked about in the pod of how Bill Duffy's main yep. client or, you know, main rising client, Luka Doncic, and how much it could benefit him if Luka gets into, you know, playoffs and all that stuff. Yes. So looking at that list, the Mavs, you know, could be, could be a good fit. Should be. Uh, Lakers, that seems to be too much for them. Even if they spread it out, they have 32 million. And you give what? 13, 14 million to Beverly. That's a lot. That's a lot for a guy. I think they, yeah, they have too many holes to fill. I think. Right. Uh, the Mavs have more players. They they have more role players than the, the Lakers do right at this point. The Bulls, they could do it, but Mm -hmm. that's not, that's not going to be the best for, for Beverly. I don't think. Beverly, Malcolm Brogdon for Chicago, like what we described with New Orleans being the team, if they didn't have Drew or Alonzo, of being the team who could sacrifice three days worth of free agency to throw big money at a restricted free agent. And if they do match, they're like, oh, okay, who cares? No biggie. Like they're the team that literally could throw a ton of money at Malcolm Brogdon, a team that could throw, I mean, Beverly's not restricted, but they could go out and say, hey, we're going to hand you a ton of money to come, come, you know, to Chicago. I don't. Does Bev want to get paid, or does he want to win, or does he want a mix of both? That's would, I think he would want to do both. Can I do both, please? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I don't even know if the Bulls would have enough for Brogdon. That's the thing about that is they have like twenty million in in, in space. Yeah, throw twenty at Brogdon. I think I feel like that's not the the jumping off number. And Zach Lowe was on JJ Reddick's podcast and, and reiterated that there is a jumping off point for the the Bucks, and they're worried about it. And I don't feel like twenty would be that. But anyway, mm. but anyway, so uh, and then you look at the Clippers. The Clippers can do all those things, but if they end up with Kawhi and somebody else, I don't know. If, I guess Steve Ballmer would pay the tax for that, but is, are they going to want to pay that much for Patrick Beverly? I think, I think so. Probably should, right? I mean, if you're, if you're going to go all in, and Steve Ballmer has all the money in the world, he seems like he's going to be a Cuban type owner that's not going to worry about the, yeah, you know. So it now it just comes down to me: the Mavs versus the Clippers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think so too. Unless it's just Chicago saying, "Hey, we'll give you eighteen million or something like that." But yeah, they just uh, take all of our caps. I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, you don't want to. Yeah, I mean, go back to what Brad Towns has said on our pod on Monday. He thinks there's a really, really good chance Patrick Bradley is a Dallas Maverick. Yeah, you know, come start a free agency. And right now, I mean, it was funny that the Kimba news came out this morning. If you listen to our pod first, then you're like, "Holy crap!" Because we were standing on spot right. <laughs> Last night we said, "Hey, we never know. In a matter of a couple days, you know, there might be news come out and says Kimba's going to sign with another team, <laughs> and then Dallas knows their that their plans are going to be changing yeah. come Sunday night. So if the Boston thing's done, which we don't know for sure yet, Dallas could then focus on Pat Beverly or somebody else and whatever that next plan is. And uh, I think if I think both of us and most of people who cover Dallas and most fans right now, if you had to put your all your money on one player out there in free agency that you'd just have to guess that would be a Maverick in free agency, I think we'd all pick Patrick Beverly at this point. Yes. 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 Which would be an absolutely amazing thing. I don't want to, like, yeah. I got a few tweets today of some, from people, and they're like, I'm not going to get hyped about Patrick Beverly. He's all this different. I'm like, 
if I, I mean, I get that he's not Clay Thompson, but you couldn't find a better fit for this Mavs team of what they need a fit to Luca and Porzingis. Like Patrick, I will be ecstatic if if uh, if Patrick Beverly is signed on June first and or whatever June thirtieth, <laughs> and if it's a you know he signed on June first. I mean they had to wait eleven months to get him. That's that's ridiculous. If it's under fifteen, I'm happy too. I mean yes. I've been operating. I mean we've both been operating this whole like hey I, we think you could be around fifteen. So if it's thirteen, fourteen, for sure sign me up. Three years, yeah. So, we wanted to look, and since it's going to be about 13, 14, like you said, maybe even 12 to start because they could do you know, yeah. lower in the front and, and back end it a little bit. Um, we wanted to look at some pairings because they're still going to have some more money. They're still going to have about you know, 15, 16 million dollars to, uh, I hate when people say play with. That just sounds weird to me. Like, I'll have, I'll have 15 million to play with. They'll have, <laughs> um, they'll have 15, 16 million in space to add somebody else. So, Isaac's got a whole bunch of scenarios, and I have a whole bunch of players, and we're going to try to match players with players. Before we do that, though, I wanted to look at their depth chart right now. We're going to do this, you know, we're going to do a whole free agency preview on the day, on June 30th. So when you wake up on June 30th, you have a pod to begin your day about all the map stuff, all the rumors so far, all of the, um, all of what we know about the roster. But right now, under contract, they have Brunson, Doncic, Powell, uh, Porzingis is, we're assuming he's going to be under contract. Uh, we're assuming Berea and Harris will come back. Dorian Finney-Smith and Maxi are both restricted. So we're assuming they're coming back. And then they have Salah. Uh, we're assuming he's coming back, but we don't, we don't, we don't know. Um, and that's kind of it. Right. And so when you look at that, you're like, man, Luca and Porzingis and Powell, that's a fine front court, right? You can, you can roll mm-hmm. that out. And that's, that's fine. So to me, I feel like their biggest needs are at guard and wing. That's me before adding a, a Vucevic or a Mirtich or, you know, even Julius Randle. I feel like they need to add guards first. So if we pencil Patrick Beverly in there, we need an off guard or a wing. That That's my first thought. Yeah, because, yeah, when you look at it, especially when you look at the front court, and if Porzingis is going to start playing the four and play spot minutes five, there's only so many fives that you need. You know, we, we talk about the bullpen thing. Dwight's going to be back on his extension. Maxi, they want him back, but we'll see. Um, let's assume Salah's besties with you know with Luca. I would assume the Salah slash JJ Barea, they're kind of like in the same boat. Of I mean, JJ's locked in to be back, but in Salah, I would say is a good chance, but yeah. we'll see. But I could see them both like signing super late, and you know they'll be you know back at some point. But do you think they're both vet men guys, like veteran minimum? I guess so. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Salah for sure. Um, I guess JJ. Yeah, we'll see. But, um, but yeah, it, it's the wing thing to where, you know, because you, you have Tim Hardaway Jr., you have Dorian, who's in restrictor free agent, and then you have Justin Jackson. Oh, so, dang, really, I the totally only left Tim Hardaway Jr. out of this. Yeah, so I really, just if you he just wasn't w- there, <laughs> if you just want to say the threes on the roster, I mean, you literally just have. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Justin Jackson and Tim Hardaway, that's for sure back next year. How did I leave Justin Jackson off, too? I was, but, like, kind of sick all day, so my brain is just not <laughs> working right now. I don't know what's going on. So if I say anything else that's wrong, you guys can't hold it against me today. No. 
except your Lakers fan. I didn't say anything wrong about Ra- the Lakers today. Uh, Ryan broke off. We'll see what, you know, what they do with yeah, that contract and stuff too. But yes, wing is the spot. You need the wing. You need a three, another three. You need a three, yeah. four, a guy who can play the small ball four. Because even right now, like we talked about, those late game moments in which you put Porzingis at the five, Who's your small ball for? Yeah, Dorian, like, question mark? That, yes, that's your thing. So ideally, it would be awesome if you could come out of free agency with a guy who could play that small ball for, uh, whether it's a bigger name or a role player name. Yes. Okay, so here is um, here are some of the guys that I have um, listed, and I'll just run them by you, and you tell me how you're feeling about them. And we'll, okay. And we'll do, so, that. We'll okay, do so, that coming up next. All right, Isaac. So uh, I'm gonna run by. I'm gonna run you. Th- I'm gonna run through some of these guys, and you tell me how the Mavs will have to get them. So would they have to be? You know, would you have to stretch Courtney Lee to get them? Would they be able to get them just straight up? You want to do it like that? Yes. Oh well, let's just say at this point, Courtney Lee's on the roster. You have the 30 million in cap space. You just signed Patrick Beverly for let's just say. 13 or 14 million dollars so you have roughly 16 to 17 million to work with right yeah yes okay so under these parameters let's see what names you throw out and if if i think that they, it might cost more than that then i'll throw out there I'm like okay we might have to stretch courtney lee to get this player to go with beverly and i don't think we've mentioned this enough the fact that they could stretch courtney lee and get more cap space i feel like we've we've taken the it's been the hard line of they're not going to do it and just wait it out for a year. But, you know, it's kind of a knock on us that we haven't talked about this enough. Well, I think there's uh, – I think there's – it's been thrown out there a lot on Twitter, so I feel like we just don't bring it up because of that. But I think there's four different routes they can go with Courtney Lee's contract. They can just keep it, and that's an expiring contract all year. You can use it midseason, uh, $12 million expiring, and use you know do whatever with Courtney Lee this season. You can stretch it. To where they'll pay the four million dollars over the course of three years, uh, or four million each year, and that will create eight million extra more million dollars in cap space this this year. You could dump his contract, which I, it'd be super hard to do. You know, if for some Send reason him to another team, the, all the the trades and stuff like that, that we've talked about. Yes, if you could dump him into cap space somewhere, that would be ideal because at that point you'd create like $42 million in cap space. Or if you could convince Cleveland to say, hey, we'll give you Courtney Lee in like two second rounders for J.R. Smith and then you could waive J.R. Smith's contract because it's non-guaranteed and all that stuff, give you a lot a lot more cap space. Or, and we can talk about this more at a different time, if you're going to hold Courtney Lee's contract and you don't think he's really a contributor, is there a team out there with a player who could help you this year that you could kind of swap the contracts? A prime example, Memphis just got Jay Crowder in that deal for Mike Conley. Jay Crowder makes around like $8 million. What would it take? He's on an expiring contract too, like Courtney Lee. What would it take for Memphis to say, hey, we'll swap Jay Crowder and Courtney Lee if you give us two second rounders? Then Mavericks are getting a, a quality role player in, in Crowder and also saving $4 million in, in cap space too at the same time. So that's and, and bringing four, back a local hero. Yes, and we love Jay Crowder. So <laughs> that's four different routes they can go with Lee. But right now, let's just say they have Lee. At the twelve million, and then we'll see what names you throw up. Okay, the first name is Tobias Harris. I was about to take a drink, but um, <laughs> this one they they would have to they couldn't just stretch him, right? They would have to. I think they would have to dump. They'd have to figure out a way to dump. 
<laughs> Take a dump. People like to throw this pairing out on Twitter a lot today, uh, especially. Yeah. It is possible. However, I pulled up. I, I opened my Twitter app and I seen where you'd ask the question. Hey, let me know, and you tag me in that tweet. Let me know what pairings you like, and I'm like, oh crap. Just so trying then, to get your 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 you know interaction numbers up, Isaac. <laughs> I suck at interacting with people on Twitter, so I'm sorry. But the Tobias thing was thrown out there a lot, and I get it. But that's just gonna be hard. I, I don't. I think people are underestimating how much Tobias is gonna get in free agency. Yeah. Some people think he's gonna get like twenty, and that's just not the case, guys. The Kings Sorry. have like sixty million dollars in space. What are they gonna do? <laughs> you know. Yeah. What are the yeah, Knicks so, gonna do? The Knicks could walk away with Tobias and and Boogie at like thirty each. Yeah. So I put <laughs> I put two players in this category of. If you want these players to be paired with Beverly, then you're going to have to dump Courtney Lee's contract in like as far as dumping and not bring back hardly any salary at all. And that's Tobias Harris and Al Horford. Yes. I think if you want to pair Beverly with either one of those, then you got to really entice somebody in the league to just take Courtney Lee's expiring contract. And I don't know. We see, can you convince somebody to do that a few days in the free agency after they struck out and said, uh, we're not gonna use our cap space in anything. If you find a team that has to hit the cap floor, and they just want to get you know get a contract in there, and they'll get some assets back with it. Can we send it back to the Knicks? Send it back to the Knicks, <laughs> and you give them a couple second rounders. And if Dallas really, really got desperate enough, and this, and I know, like I love Justin Jackson, but I think Justin Jackson would would make somebody take on that contract. That's where you would really raise eyebrows is if a trade came out over the next few days and it's like Justin Jackson, Courtney Lee, and two second-round picks for basically cap space, a lot of people would be raising, doing the eyes emoji. What do they know? They know they're getting someone. That's, and that's that, what everyone yes. says every trade. They're, like, they're getting someone. Because I, I know Dallas really likes Justin Jackson, and there's a spot for him on, in so this rotation. Yes, yes. In this rotation, there's a spot for him. Like He could get solid minutes with this team. So if they just gave up on him or put him as a sweetener just to create more cap space, then you could be looking at a bigger thing of like Patrick Beverly and Al Horford or Beverly and Tobias Harris. But it, it's going to be rough because you would need, I mean, yeah, <laughs> you would need around the $42 million in cap space, in my opinion, to get either. You know, Horford, I feel like, would be more doable than Tobias, though. Because if, if you're getting yeah, Beverly well, at 13, yeah. then you could do – Horford at like twenty seven. Yeah, that's forty in cap. So, right? Oh no, yeah, you're right. Never mind. I'm done. Keep going. Yeah, but, but I mean, still, you'd have to. <laughs> it's it's more doable. You'd be still be paying Tobias more than that twenty seven probably, but you'd still have to dump Courtney Lee in that in that situation. Either yeah, you'd either have to dump Courtney Lee or you'd stretch him and then. You'd have to trade Justin Jackson, maybe renounce the qualifying offers to Dorian and Maxi, and broke off. I mean, that's just a lot of stuff at that point. So, all right, so a couple more wings. This is the one that maybe got thrown out at me the most today. Boyan Bogdanovich. Oh, I love him. I, I, I love the pairing of Boyan and 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 Beverly. I just I think what I think his price tag is going to surprise a few people. It's not going to be as much as like Tobias and those guys, but he's not making twenty. Th- he might. Wow. I don't, I think he could get like eighteen to twenty. And it it, it seemed in Zach Lowe talked in one of his podcasts about 
the Pacers, and it seemed like the Pacers were were going all in on on Boyan, like bringing Boyan back. They're not going to bring back Thad mm-hmm. Young, who's an interesting guy. He's on my list of guys the Mavs could bring in. But me too, me too, me too. Um, Boyan seems like they're going all in for him, so he could make twenty. I guess he made ten I, last year. I have. He just, I wasn't, have he just wasn't that great in the playoffs. I didn't like how he kind of. I mean, the whole team kind of shrunk in the. He he play he plays pretty good defense. Like he's a solid defender, not like first team, but he's a solid defender. He shoots forty percent from three. Those two things right there are highly coveted. I don't know if he's a solid defender. Mm. I would say he's an okay average defender. Okay, maybe maybe that's recency bias. Watching the playoffs and watch him just get roasted by Kyrie. Yeah, that well, okay, that's true. I put three people in the. I still would like him though. In the hey, Courtney Lee has to be stretched for them to have a shot at these three yeah. guys: Vucevic, Boyan, and Brogdon. I put those three together yeah. of that. I think Courtney Lee would have to be stretched in that scenario to have a shot at either one of those. We are still all in on the Brogdon. I love Malcolm Brogdon. Yes. <laughs> it's just the same situation that. If yeah, you're gonna tie up your money and if they, days. If they, and all if they sign Brog, if they sign Beverly day one, right? Or they agreed to Beverly. This is these are all like agreements that all the order of operations is gonna have to be different. But if they agreed with Beverly and then went all in on the Brogdon thing, they stretched Lee or they found a way to dump him, like you said. They went all in on the Brogdon thing and they missed. So they're only basically getting Beverly and they're not really getting another second medium you know five dollar guy i guess we can call him using our our thing would we be okay with that or do you think we would kill him for it if they come away if they don't come away with brogdon yeah i mean that's i think we would be okay with it but it's just not ideal like are you okay with walking out of free agency with pat beverly and uh justin jackson and dwight powell being the three starters around luca and kp and then you're just getting a couple you know like bench players after that or whatever or I don't know. I don't. Th- I still think they would get a few other role players, but I don't know. The thing is, oh, we man. we also don't know how fast this free agency is going to go. I talked with Sam yeah. Amick on on Locked On NBA yesterday about who's going to be the first domino and who's the guy. Like, let's say Kawhi Leonard takes two weeks to sign. Maybe that that holds up a whole bunch of money for a bunch of guys. And while they're doing that stuff over there, holding up their money, the Mavs are able to go after you know the Brogdon thing. And if they strike out after three days, maybe Kawhi's still holding up. Bunch of other dudes yeah. are just waiting around, like, okay, when's my time? <laughs> you know, and yeah. uh, and that could be their their ticket to you know they could totally be fine after that. They could there's could still be guys available, but well, because I mean that could mean you know Danny Green's still available because if Kawhi just does decide to go somewhere else, that could mean you know JJ Redick's available because you know Jimmy Butler's still waiting for Kawhi to make his decision, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, for sure. I mean the timing of everything changes everything. That's why this is so fun. Uh, but I think what guys you compare with Beverly, let's just say they don't do anything with Lee. Then there's a ton of guys now. Let, like let me go through stuff. the rest of these wings and guards. Yeah, yeah. The guys we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, let's do rapid fire because these are all guys they could add just straight up. Alpha Rukamino. Yes. That's a, that's a defensive pairing right there. You're getting you're getting a wing defender, uh, semi-big defender. He could defend like stretch fours, and you're getting – um, Beverly, you can defend all the guards. Terrence Ross, right, if, the opposite okay, of what I just said. Real quick, with, real quick with Aminu, can can I give you two similar guys to Aminu, and you tell me which one you would rather have? Sure. Aminu 
Thad Young, or, and this is kind of a low-key name that I haven't heard brought up a ton that I think could be cheaper, Damari Carroll. Oh, yeah, I don't even have him written down. That is a, Which that one is of, a cheaper name. That's like a dollar name if you're, we're using our, our $10 card. Yeah. Like, of those three, which one would you rather have, considering how much you think they would cost? Was Damari Carroll, pe- Thad Young, or Aminu? Uh, Aminu. Well, I think Aminu and Thad Young might cost the same. Definitely more than Carroll. Yeah. I think I'd rather just get Aminu back. Aminu and Beverly. I feel like if you come away from the summer with Aminu and Beverly, like you bolstered your defense, and that's the weakest part of the team right now. I freaking loved Al when he's in Dallas. The Chief. I, I, I really like Thad Young, though, too. And... And the thing with it goes back to what we were saying before. Thad Young and Aminu would would be your small ball four when you go small with KB yes, at the five. That'd be a great small ball. Aminu, I feel like, is the best. Thad Young, I think, is just a four, though. I don't know if he's like special. He played decent. I want to say he played decent defense on LeBron two years ago, right? In the playoffs? Yeah, but LeBron is a four, though. And... I mean, you know, at this point, yeah, at this sure, point LeBron yeah, yeah. is a four, so. Um, I feel like, like Aminu is a okay, four though too. The right? difference between Aminu and Thad Young is you can play Aminu at three. I'm not playing Thad Young at, at three. I guess that's what I'm trying okay. to say with that. Uh, yeah, Thad sure. Young's not a stretch okay. four. He's just a four, and he yeah. he shoots the three worse than Aminu, I think. Yeah. So uh, Aminu, Reggie Bullock, it's another guy that we like. Love him. What's the Lakers going to do with him? That's a key thing too, because they have thirty-two million in cap. But if they keep the cap, they have thirty-two million in cap, with the assumption that they're renouncing Reggie Bullock, right? Right. right. Because so if they keep the cap hole for Bullock, that takes it down to twenty-eight. So if they sign somebody big, that means they'll have to renounce Bullock and sign me up because I would love Reggie Bullock on that. Yeah, you Bullock, know what? He's okay, a steal he, too. His cap hold is four point seven five. That's a little bit more than I thought. They they have to renounce that. Yes. Yeah, so. uh Send him into Heck unrestricted yeah. free agency. Send him to Dallas. Heck yeah. Bring him to Dallas. Terrence Ross, the opposite of Aminu. <laughs> yes, I would like him too. That uh you're okay with Terrence Ross and Tim Hardaway Jr. just playing together? You're okay with that? I mean I, Sure. I mean, I don't say they're on the court at the same time, but so listen, if one of you are on the court, the other one will not be on the court. So y'all just <laughs> We're swap. staggering you, not for good reasons. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, Trevor Ariza. Oh gosh, I forgot about him. I would put him as a four more now. I mean, if he's down to come, sure. I just don't know how much he has left in the tank. I feel like I didn't get to see him all last year. Well, he played for the Wizards. He's kind of old now too, right? Yeah, he was on that at 09 team with Kobe that won the title. That's wild. I know. Um the Morris brothers. I think we like Marcus I, more than Marquise. Love Marcus. Uh, he is also a Rich Paul client, and uh, yeah, it yeah. feels like they're both going there. But I'm not gonna. They're um, not gonna have. They're gonna have money for all these guys, though. Yeah, but the Lakers. We're saying. Can we? I mean, Nerlens is gonna be a Laker, right? I mean. We're, oh yeah, yeah. That, 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 that is that, as obvious as a come. <laughs> that is in the bag. Oh man, the one year maybe vet men deal, and then he's gonna yes cash out somewhere else later. Um, okay, so let's move on to some of the guards. Danny Green. Hey, wait. You oh, okay, okay. Do you have any more wings? Yeah, I have some. Wes Matthews? Oh, he, I put him as a guard. Okay. He's just smaller than all these guys, but just keep an eye on that. Wes Matthews, I mean, if Wes Matthews was signed to a lower number, I feel like we would be okay with better like more okay with him. The tides will turn on Wes if he signs here for like 5 million. 
Or less and they're like, than that. Bargain. Sign me up. As like everybody would be all about him. The shots. I feel like the, the shots would still upset us. Okay. If Beverly and Wes are the wings alongside Luca next year, are you upset? If they're starting, man. I'm not super upset. I just really I just really need West to not take shots. Just just take your spot I'm up. I don't if he takes open take shots. Your, yes. Take your catch and shoot shots. Just don't try to create at all. Anything. Please. For the love of yes. all that is good. I just want to see Kirk tweet out the Stanley dribble thing if they <laughs> resign. West. He'll probably That's do it this morning if he's listening. He'll probably tweet it just <laughs> without us know without like saying anything. No text added or anything. Okay, but Danny Green. If we walk away with Danny Green and Patrick Beverly, that that's a win, I think. Yes, Simon. Danny Green is a steal. If- Who'd you rather have, Danny Green or JJ Redick? <laughs> uh, Danny Green. JJ. The thing about JJ Redick though is he can hit these. He can hit tough threes that like Danny his, Green can't hit. His sideways threes, uh, like Are off wild. the catch. He's not coming to Dallas, it, but insane. But I just the thought of him and Luca defensively on the wing just makes me rough. Here's uh, another uh, one. Throw. Ooh, I'm ready. Seth Curry. You start I Seth like, Curry okay. and Beverly because Beverly can guard bigger guards. Oh, I don't know if I'd start Seth Curry, but who'd you start then? I'd start Brunson over Seth. Sorry. Wow, you start Brunson and Beverly and Beverly. I wouldn't like to start either one of them. I'd like more size. But Beverly can guard bigger guards. Yeah, that's why you're paying him. Sure. He's he can guard bigger guards, but I don't want to like I want another guy who can guard the three on on the opposing team too. Oh, yeah, we don't like, have, I, we don't I, have that. I like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dorian, I guess Dorian. Sure, sure. Okay, here's an also here's an also we joked about him, but Stanley Johnson, his agent's Bill Bill Duffy. <laughs> so just a just a heads up that if there's a team that's willing to take a flyer on him. Bill Duffy could make a call. Yeah. Like I mean, he, he falls into the Justin Jackson, Dorian Finney-Smith, you know, level of winning yeah. at that point. Uh, Jeremy Lamb. Um, sure. Yeah, I just don't know how I feel about him. I there's a there's like a group of players across the league that I'm just like eh on. Like I don't like dislike him, but I don't. I'm not like in love with him either. I mean, he's a decent scorer, but yeah, he's I a decent know. shooter. Um. If we hand in like thirteen million, I would just be kind of like that would be really? I would, that would upset me. But I don't think he would cost that. He hit that game winner against Toronto this year. You remember that shot, that half quarter? <laughs> I do remember that. Yes. <laughs> I was doing some reading on him, and that was the thing that came up the most. Darren Collison. No. Good three point shooter. Don't care. See ya. Okay, here's a random one. That Ooh. was a random one. George Hill. Uh, he's okay. I just think he'll go to some. I think he'll go to like a contender, he'll, like Lakers or something like that. My next, I have a, my next one was West Matthews, but then I went after that. Hear me out. Uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope. No, bye. See ya. Because of clutch. Uh yeah. Nah. Just tainted. They I, just tainted everyone for you. I don't know if. Yeah, I don't know if clutch clients gonna be signing here this summer. He's not that great, but he he might not cost as much as he cost the Lakers. So I have a I have a restricted guy. That I kind of like would be low key. Tomas Sadaransky. People have been tweeting me Sadaransky all day. I just don't think the Wizards can get rid of him. He's like they're no. I don't, I, yes, yes, I agree. Even more than Brogdon, I feel like. I don't think they let go of him. They, you know, did the qualifying offer for him and you know, Thomas Bryant. Yeah. So, 
yeah, I, I don't think they're letting him go. And they shouldn't because dude's a marksman. He shot 46% two years ago from three. Jeez. This is insane. 40% last year. And yeah, I really like him. But, a couple, yeah. more, couple more guard names for you. Okay. Yeah, kind of guard wings. Justin Holiday. Yeah, sure. Rodney Hood. Three, three point shooter. <laughs> I, I do believe in Rodney Hood, yes. I don't know if it's a starter, but I, I like him. Avery Bradley. God. I'm out. Sure. I'm sure. Out. I don't and my last one is Ricky Rubio. No. Yeah, I'm out too. I'm, I'm out. He speaks Spanish though. That ha- we have to include that in all of our free agency decisions. <laughs> yes. We did not talk about that with Al Horford. We get the all some- Spanish team, then then we're just, <laughs> or at least all Spanish speaking team. Then we're doing something right. All right, who's your bigs for pairings with Bev? Okay, Vooch was my first one. We've talked about Vooch enough. Yeah, no. Uh, Miritich. Miritich, speaks, oh my gosh. Speaks Spanish. <laughs> speaks Spanish. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's Luca a shooter. Luca Porzingis speaks Spanish. That's why we're bringing it up. I just don't know. Yeah, I just don't know where he would really fit, you know? like It'd be tough. I think if Maxi doesn't come back, I think there'd be a better, you know, a clearer spot for him. Agreed. But then he's coming off the bench. He's coming, you know, it's like, ah, it's weird. You'd want to start him because you're going to pay him a little bit more. Oh, Lord, I would definitely not start him. I know. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with you. Yeah, because I want a rebounder next to KP. Brooke Lopez. Yeah, I'd be down. I feel like it. there's not many of these names you're not down with. Um, Julius Randle. Yes. Yes, I've been down for that. Are you as gung-ho as everyone responding to my tweet today? Um, I just like I I just like his fit next to KP and I I I the rebounding, the energy, everything that he could give you at that spot, I would like that. I would just yeah, I just like the junkyard dog type of um that would be a, a heck of a pairing between the both of them. So I'd be down. I think he, he can get more money from somebody else, though. Agreed. Kevon Looney. Yes, love Looney. Yes, I would be totally down for Kevon Looney. Ed Davis. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Steel. Steel. North Carolina Tar Heel. <laughs> uh, Robin Lopez. Yes, for sure. Dwayne Dedman. I guess so. Uh, you're disappointed if you just come away with Beverly and one of those centers, though. Yes, for sure. I mean, the whole thing with those centers is with this group of players, these bigs, wings, and guards that you mentioned, in, in, ideally, if you get Beverly for around 13 or 14 million and you have, without even stretching or dumping Courtney Lee, you have that 16 to 17 million in cap space, I think you really can walk away with two of the guys of the groups that we just mentioned. So if we're sitting there saying, which players would you like? I would love, if we got Beverly, I would love a combination of uh, Reggie Bullock and Kevon Looney. Like, I would love that. Or um, Al Farouk Aminu and Terrence Ross. Ooh, if, you, like, if you walk away with, with Beverly, Bullock, and, and Looney. Yes, a win. That's a squad. It's just, and, and the thing that gets me is there would be a lot of Mavs fans that would be upset about that. And that, just because it's not a massive big name, it's not a Kemba or something like that, 
you should be I would be jumping for joy if that happens. Yes. Those are quality good role pieces alongside the two stars that you're supposed to believe that Luke and KP will be. So yes, I any of those I think Robin Lopez would be cheap to where if you went out and you spent more money on let's just say like a Danny Green and you got Beverly, Danny Green, and Robin Lopez. When? Like when? Like that right there. I mean, uh you didn't mention well, you're completely out on Willie Cauley Stein. Out but completely out. Don't want- No matter the price? Yes. Okay, I think if it's super cheap, I'd be down. I just don't want him to take the roster spot. I just I'm, I'm out on him. He thinks okay. he he is the, he has the same Nerlens Noel complex, which so, like some of these Kentucky players come into the league and they think they're going to be better than they really are. True. That's what all True. the all the Kings fans say about Willie Collinstein. <laughs> they're very happy. To, they're happy to see him go, and I don't like that. To see from a fan base, talk about their own guy. What if they walked away with Beverly, Julius Randle, and Wes? I mean, that's a that I don't know if that's a win. It's decent. I I I just I'm I'm nervous about the Randall thing. Now they'll get Randall and everybody will come back at me like you're happy now. You weren't happy then. <laughs> you didn't want you okay. didn't want him then. I, Two guys I like that- Julius Randle. I don't like him for this team as much. Two guys that we didn't throw out there because they're not technically free agents. Well, they're not free agents. Is what if they could pull off Patrick Beverly and then bring in Eric Gordon or PJ Tucker? Yeah, if they do one either, of those. Either one of them, sign me up. Either one. I would yes. I would love it. Um remember, the Bucks got Miritich for what, four second round picks, right? Yeah. At the deadline? Yeah. Okay, and he was an expiring contract. So it's not out of the world, out of the realm for them. To get two or three second rounders for PJ Tucker. That was back when the Pelicans had a bad GM, though. So okay, that's right. True. <laughs> we have to put that into consideration. But I don't think it's a lock that PJ Tucker's gonna. I don't think it's a lock that they're gonna. If they don't do a sign and trade with Philly, and Philly don't, doesn't take the players, and they just canvas the league and say who could we dump these contracts on, I don't think they're getting three first round picks for each of those players. No. Like I don't think you, you, I don't think it's a lock that you're getting a first rounder from PJ, PJ Tucker. So, if you're saying that we could sign Patrick Beverly for like 13 to 14 million, and then you could chip off a couple second rounders for PJ Tucker, and then you're setting at like, then you have around like eight or nine million left in cap space, and then you can spend that on an Ed Davis or a Looney uh, yes. or yes. Uh, a. Reggie Bullock or some of these guys, Danny Green, that I would love that too. So that's it. If they if they get Patrick Beverly, there's so many different options of pairings. I mean, you you've seen all the different replies today from from people's tweets. I think if it, I think if you do get a Boyan or Brockton, or even if you can pull off a Horford, if you if you pair him with one of those bigger names, something has to be done with Courtney Lee in my in my opinion. But if nothing happens with Courtney Lee until that moment, I think you could see that the rest of that money split even further to get a couple more guys to go with Beverly. And there are a ton of options. We just went over all of them. I mean, I have, what, 25 names in front of me that we were okay with? Yes. So there are, there are definitely ways to win the day and to come away with, with solid names. Not the, not the huge names, you know, the Tobiases, the Al Horfords, and stuff like that, but solid names that will make less money because – Eventually, somebody's got to pay these guys. Forty <laughs> percent of the yeah. league is going to be a free agent this summer. So, is there? You know, I was thinking about the forty percent of the league counts all the restricted what? guys. 
Counts all the guys with the options. Counts all the non-guaranteed guys. <laughs> is this the closest we've been to to every single team having some type of like storyline? <laughs> oh, like I don't. Know. Oh, because like, I thought you were gonna say Cleveland. the closest to a complete redraft of the league. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Well, just thinking about teams across the league that don't have anything going on right now, there's nothing to talk about. The I mean, Hornets I guess, are like, almost there. Well, no, no, they have the whole Kimba saga. Like, oh, what, okay. what well, SB Nation? Gone, though, if, what if he does leave? Then, then we don't for sure. It. But like right now at this moment, which SB Nation blog does it suck to write for the most right now? You know, <laughs> I have an answer, and I'll tell you. <laughs> Coming up next. Just kidding. We already did both of ours. Like Cleveland. No, no, no. Washington? I have the answer. I, I was fake teasing it. Oh, do you really have it? Yep. There is a oh, blog that still exists about, oh, no, about the Seattle no. Supersonics. <laughs> That's the one that sucks the most. <laughs> I guess the Nuggets are not doing anything right now either. Yeah, but they were just second in the West. Yeah. They won Spurs a playoff round for the nothing. first time in, what, forever since Mello. Yeah, sure. They're going into good. And they have, and they have Michael Porter Jr. coming back. Come on. Can I throw at you my fake Courtney Lee stuff, or should I save it for tomorrow? Save it for tomorrow. Uh, okay, I'm going to tease y'all with Courtney Lee trades tomorrow, so that'll be for uh, Saturday's pod. Yes. There will be a Saturday pod. This is Friday's pod. We will have a Saturday we're pod. we're honestly going to go for like two more weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, if free agency keeps going. I mean, we'll go for as long as there's interest and as long as there's people still out there. Well, I mean. Especially if the Mavericks going, haven't used all their space. Well, we're going, obviously, until Sunday. And then we're going to go all through the moratorium. So that's going to take us until the 6th or 7th. Well, we'd, we'd and go through the week anyway. Yeah, yeah. We're going to So then, we're, and we'll keep on going after that until Dallas spends all their money. Summer League will be happening at that point. So you're, I mean, you're literally going to have a pod every day for a matter of, if you go back days to a matter of like three weeks in a row with every single day a pod. So, mm. yes. Let's go. And this, I, 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 we love this time. This is the best time for us. Yes, my my wife and son are out of the country right now, and I'm you set them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's free agent. Bye. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I did I uh, uh, when I told uh, when I told my wife, uh, I was like, "Well, you're gonna miss NBA free agency." Uh, she was kind of happy about it. Thank God. <laughs> She's like, now you can pod all that you want <laughs> and you can just watch TV and listen to all your podcasts and all this stuff. So I never sat at the kitchen table and listened to podcasts, but that's literally what I was doing with my dog tonight. Just listening to a podcast at my table Out in loud, silence. Like, what am I doing? Yes. I'm like, what am I doing in my life? But uh, Bra- the country of Brazil has my wife and son right now. And it's, it's all awesome. shout out. Shout Brazil. out to all the fans. Shout out to all the fans who live in Brazil, who fans of the pod. I was responding to them in Portuguese the other day and uh, and t- on Twitter, and uh, a lot of fans that listen to the pod in Brazil. It's uh, super cool. So uh, let's be clear: you don't know how to speak Portuguese. Shut up, Nick. <laughs> Cala- you know, no, actually, not shut up, Nick. Calaboca, <laughs> Calaboca. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> Calaboca means shut up. Boca means mouth, though. I knew that. Whatever. Um, so anyway, to all my uh, to all my friends in Brazil, Brigado, thanks for listening to the pod. Y'all are awesome. To all my friends listening to Brazil, I don't have any friends in Brazil. Guys. Hey, my wife's there. You're friends with her. Oh, shout out to Barb <laughs> and Roman. 
a little rum. All right. Well, now this is the this is the portion of the pod where we start rambling. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. <laughs> Peace out. Boom.